welcome to the ID Talk podcast. My name is Peter Counter, and I am the editor in chief of Fine Biometrics, where we are dedicated to providing guidance and leadership in digital identity and access management. And that's why I am pleased to present a three part ID Talk special event presented with HID Extended Access Technologies. In part one of this series, I interview HID's Brett Lanou about remote access in the enterprise. It's a fascinating conversation that sheds light on a crucial area in identity and access. So without further ado, here's my conversation with HID's Brett Lanou right here on the ID Talk podcast. I'm joined today by Brett Lanou, Senior Regional Sales Manager for North America for HID Extended Access Technologies. And today we are going to discuss remote access in the enterprise. Brett, thank you for joining me today on ID Talk. No, thank you very much, Peter. Welcome to you here. The rate of digital transformation is accelerating thanks to a surge in work from home provisions in the wake of the pandemic response. How have fingerprint biometrics enabled enterprises to mitigate increased challenges around security and fraud during this jump to virtual workspaces? Yeah, no, thank you for asking the question, Peter. Um, so obviously, they're, they're very trying times these days. And, and given our, our own personal position of HID and, and experience with customers, the number one priority for enterprises has been around endpoints and securing uh, the user's remote access to not only the resources, but applications and all the data with that. You know, we've seen the sentiment across uh, senior security down to the IT administrators uh, across all verticals being similar in the sense that, um, you know, they were very fortunate over the period of the last five years to actually have the part of their business continuity plan was to include more of a VDI infrastructure, which turned out to be really their saving grace and, able, and, and being able to enable a lot of the remote desktop users as a direct result of the mass migration. The pure volume alone, pretty much uh, five years ago, any, any companies would have had difficulty in surviving. Uh, what we're seeing now, however, um, in the last several months is uh, many of these issues or challenges that companies have just really aren't able to be realized as part of their original business continuity plan. So uh, when you're seeing a, a 50 to 70% surge of your workforce now, uh, which essentially with VDI becomes your new front door, uh, you identify key limitations around, you know, your authentication methodology. And unfortunately, in some of these environments, they're still using user ID and password, uh, which just really exposes the company overall from an IT and security standpoint, fraud standpoint. And, and then they end up having to scramble to close these, these gaps. Why are strong authentication and next generation access solutions essential for remote access? And what modalities are best suited for this application? So when I look at really a key area is the convergence. I think it's been a critical piece between physical and logical access within the enterprise space. You know, what's, what's unique today is we have the infrastructure in place where corporations or, or, or even small businesses have the ability to onboard an identity proof users and they can they can sort of stack and, and build their authentication strategy around all these various different credentials and modalities. And uh, we've seen organizations that will actually plan for the future and uh, kind of future-proof their environment by adding uh, fingerprint biometrics, cards, PIN, passwords, 
uh, OTP, all these the various different options uh, in, in anticipation that they're going to need them at some point in time. So what's nice about with biometrics, they can be used as a single primary form of authentication to help mitigate any kind of level of security or compliance requirements internally, but also step up the authentication, whereas you can use your fingerprint uh, coupled with OTP, password, PIN, et cetera, to provide that level of certainty, but yet enable companies to meet that required level of, of, of authentication where you may have a regulated workflow that requires that user now to meet two-factor authentication, or potentially you're outside the network and uh, you have other additional step-up authentications because they don't recognize the device or the user, and, and maybe biometrics may be part of that, or one of the three factors required to, to really validate and authorize that user and device to access a network. So how are remote access needs different for businesses of different sizes? And what are key considerations every organization should take into account when implementing safe and secure remote access? So when I engage with various customer levels, whether it's an SMB or, or an enterprise, regardless of who they are, if, if you want to focus on even the small business, uh, ultimately their expectations around securing you know, remote access uh, are exactly the same as the mid to large enterprises. One of the, the trends, and, and fortunately, given the applications and the evolution of where things are technology-based wise, all these features are typically available in an SMB package. Our biometrics don't differentiate. So fortunately for us and across the board as a whole, biometrics are standardized within these various different platforms. The bottom line is they allow the, the SMB or the corporate user to ensure the right person has the right access to the right data at the right time. And ultimately, it's, it's, it's gotta be practical or usable. And, and those are the key core components right now. And of course, the onboarding process and provisioning of users and configuring these desktops or endpoints is really a streamlined process today. You know, it's really more the difference between small business and large is can be tied more to the logistics and resources that may actually be aligned. And they're just at different scales. And so when whether you're looking at an office of 10 or a company of 10,000, the reliability, scalability, and usability for any size organization is, is really the same. Today, more than ever, organizations are having to deal with remote work and work from home scenarios. Employees are working on laptops outside of traditional environments and need either single sign-on, supporting fast passwordless authentication, or multi-factor authentication for increased security. Safeguard your IT infrastructure through fast and effective endpoint security with enhanced user authentication for secure access to devices, network, and applications. HID Digital Persona Workstation, enabled with Icon Touch single-finger desktop readers provides a complete end-to-end -end authentication solution for remote access. Organizations can achieve a safe and secure remote workforce with a solution you can trust offering fast deployment and easy integration. Stay connected, stay secure. Get started with HID Global today by visiting hidglobal.com authentication technologies. And now, back to the podcast. What 
are the key regulations that govern remote access in the enterprise? And how can strong authentication with biometrics help ensure compliance? Yeah, so you know, as far as the you know the industry goes, um, a lot of the regulations may be specific, such as HIPAA, um, FFIEC, SOX, PCI. Um, they're all going to have their specific area, um, either as a regulated industry or um, you know from a from a healthcare finance. Uh, but it's important to note that these all have essentially the same key element they share, and and that's the ability to provide uh, non-repudiation, which biometrics provides and, and ensures. Uh, there's no stronger evidence to support who is on your network with the auditable data behind it to support it. And how do you expect remote access to evolve in the next five years, especially given the accelerated state of digital transformation that we're currently seeing? Yeah, this is an area that excites me, Peter, because you look back five years ago and, and you try to see what was it, what was our the crystal ball then showing how, how accurate are we or, or, or where are we at today and where uh, I know HIV has been targeted and, and where the industries are. Very similar path as far as leveraging mature technologies, but it's the way that they're used. Uh, the innovation around taking a mature technology and implementing them in a way uh, around a mobile phone, you know, such as the original introduction around the, the iPhone 5. If you have the, the general acceptance and adoption at that level, then it transcends into the commercial space. So we're seeing similar instances today on the mobile phone where you have obviously face, voice, um, they may be more consumer type focused applications, but they're, they're on a similar path. So I, I see the mobile phone continuing to be a converged platform and, and being more commercially viable at some point. Fantastic. Well, Brett, very fascinating conversation. I learned a lot. Thank you for joining me today on ID Talk. Thank you, Peter. And so concludes my conversation with HID's Brett Lanou. To learn more about the topics in this episode, and to take the next step to a safe, secure, and privacy-first business, contact Danielle Stevens, Inside Sales Representative at HID Global Extended Access Technologies. Her phone number is 512-574-2693, or you can email Danielle at danielle.stevens at hidglobal.com. That's D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E dot S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S at H-I-D-Global.com. I would like to thank Brett again for joining me on this episode. Stay tuned to ID Talk for the next episode in this series, in which I interview HID's Todd Seeley about verification and authorization in finance. Our podcast theme music is by Logamrad. I have been your host, Peter Counter, thank you for listening to the ID Talk podcast. Mm-hmm.